Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Woven Well podcast as we talk about one of the most common reproductive health issues among women, PMS or premenstrual syndrome. Whether you think you have it personally or not, you're probably already familiar with it. My guess is that it's one of the most culturally referenced reproductive health issues out there, but not really in a helpful, educational sort of way, but more in a let's make this into the joke about how all women are before their periods start sort of way, which isn't actually very helpful or funny, really. Uh, But it does show how common this issue is, that we're hearing it just casually mentioned on TV shows and in books and magazines and everything else. It means that you're probably already aware of what the symptoms, the primary symptoms of PMS are. Breast tenderness, bloating, weight gain, headaches, fatigue, insomnia or difficulty sleeping, and the most often joked about ones, increased irritability, crying, and being more likely to feel depressed, which are definitely not things to joke about. But any of these within the days leading up to your period qualify as PMS, which is a legitimate medical condition, okay? It's one of those issues, PMSs, that's so common that we kind of assume that it's normal and so we have to just suffer through it. It's just a part of being a woman. But that's why I screen every single client for PMS in our first one-on-one meeting together. Some women come in and they're confident. They have it. They want to know information about it. Like, what do we do about this? And others are convinced that they don't because what I have is normal, you know, but still they check off one after another of those symptoms that I just listed. And now there are some women who have a really severe form of PMS called PMDD or premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So this is when the mental emotional symptoms are especially severe and significantly hinder a woman's quality of life and really her ability to function during that time, those days leading up to her period. So if you've ever noticed that you feel you know, utterly hopeless or low, and you're just significantly struggling and wondering why, like, why do I all of a sudden feel like this? And then your period starts and boom, you're feeling so much better. That's a sign of PMS and possibly PMDD. Okay. So women suffer through these symptoms for years If you talk with previous generations, you may hear about how, you know, they dealt with these symptoms their entire reproductive lives. You may even have some encouraging aunts or mothers, grandmothers, friends, sisters who told you in an encouraging, loving sort of way that these symptoms are really common and as soon as your period starts, they'll pass and you can get through them. And that's not really wrong. These are common and they do get better when your period starts and you very likely can get through them month after month. But friends, mm, I have really good news. You don't have to, okay? You don't have to suffer through them each and every month. And that's because PMS is often treatable, treatable. Like you can actually do something about it. And I want every woman to know about this, okay? So there are a few things that can cause PMS, 
but the most common is low progesterone. So if you remember back to our basic series, which you can listen to at any time, it's the first four episodes of our podcast, there are two primary reproductive hormones in each menstrual cycle. Estrogen is the dominant in the first part of your cycle when your follicles are growing and nourishing the teeny tiny little egg that's eventually going to ovulate. And then after ovulation, estrogen decreases and progesterone becomes dominant. We need progesterone. It helps balance all that estrogen does, which is really important. It also nourishes the lining of the uterus for possible implantation, and it helps signal to your body when it's time to lose that lining in the form of a period at the end of your cycle. So when you don't have proper levels of progesterone, your body's going to show some signs of that. So charting your cycle with a method like Creighton, which is what we teach at Woven Natural Fertility Care, that can reveal some big time signs really quickly. But if you're experiencing PMS each month, then that's already a really strong possibility for you, okay? And and let me just say this. I love that about our bodies. Human bodies are incredible things. We focus so often on what they don't do right, you know, when we wish our cycles were better or our ovulation was stronger or our periods were milder, but they're doing so much amazing stuff day in and day out that we don't even realize most of the time. The fact that your body will give you a heads up that it is running low on a necessary hormone, that is incredible. So I just have to acknowledge that. That is really amazing stuff. So if you think that you're suffering from PMS, here are three next steps that we want to give you to feeling better. The first is to start charting your cycles. Ugh, it really does make such a huge difference. Now, I just mentioned how our bodies will often tell us when there's something that's not quite right. Imagine having all of that data in front of you and working with a trained practitioner who knows how to interpret that information and can help you as you use that to focus in on a restorative approach to your reproductive health. Your body is telling you so much and using a detailed standardized system like the Creighton Method gives you incredible insight into what it's actually saying. Charting your cycles with Creighton helps you really pinpoint specifically when your symptoms begin each cycle and what patterns can be assessed from that. It helps you pinpoint the severity of symptoms, both in number and in length, um, the other signs your body may be giving you to support a diagnosis of low progesterone, and the really important timing needed for supplementing each month because you're not going to do it every day. It's only in that second part of your cycle. So practically, charting your cycles is extremely helpful. And I don't want it to be intimidating to you either. So charting with Creighton may seem daunting before you actually learn it. But remember, you're learning one-on-one with a trained practitioner. I know I can speak for myself. I'm not, I'm going to make sure you feel confident and you feel comfortable. You are not out there on your own trying to figure everything out. And that's one of the benefits of using Creighton and having that sort of practitioner relationship. So once you have that information and can start seeing symptoms and identifying patterns with your practitioner, you have a wealth of data to bring to whatever medical professional you'd like to work with, which leads to our second step which is choose your medical professional. 
So you want to make sure you're working with someone who has a restorative approach to reproductive health, meaning they value what your body does and they want to honor that and get you as healthy as possible by restoring that natural function, not suppressing anything or forcing anything. So here you can go a couple of routes. Mainly, you could work with a NAPRO doctor, which we've talked about back in that basic series again, um, if you want to learn more information about that. Or you could work with a registered dietitian who has specific training in women's reproductive health and hormone health. Their approaches are going to, they're both going to be restorative, but they'll be using a different treatment plan. So a NAPRO doctor will likely test your progesterone at very specific points in your cycle based on your charting. So that really comes in handy. And then they're going to supplement that progesterone as needed if that's the cause. So there are actually five different types of progesterone deficiencies. These are known as luteal phase defects. Luteal is the term for the second part of your cycle. comes from the term corpus luteum. Again, go back to the basic series. And the treatment's going to be adjusted according to which one of these you have. Now, if progesterone is not the cause, they're going to look into the other main possibilities. They have that ability. But they're approaching from a medical standpoint specifically. The registered dietitian is going to, of course, approach from a diet and lifestyle change philosophy. So both are good. You may even want to work with both, but you have options. And if you need some resources as to who may be in your area specifically or who's trained in this approach, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can email me personally at Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N, at wovenfertility.com, and I'd be happy to point you to someone who may be a good fit for you. But I do recommend working with a professional to diagnose and treat. Um, It's probably not going to be a long process to get it dealt with, but what I can't recommend is trying to kind of treat yourself with over-the-counter progesterone options. I really believe that the data matters, and so when you supplement, how much you supplement, what form of progesterone you use, like when you're actually taking that, all of that is really important. So to review, our next steps are one, chart your cycles. Two, work with a restorative approach medical professional. And finally, feel better. You can suffer through PMS. You can handle it. You've likely been handling it. The point is, you don't have to. No one's asking you to. It doesn't prove anything to anyone. You know, go on and improve your quality of life, okay? Live a little happier. It's a good thing. (laughs) So this is why we want to spread this message. We want every woman to know that while this is common, it's not normal. And she doesn't have to live with this each month throughout her life. So please tell your friends, educate those that you love. Um, If you'd like to send them something to read over, we're going to have a digital download available on our website called PMS 101. So you can find it at wovenfertility.com slash resources. And you could also send them this podcast link if you think that that this episode will be helpful to them. Or maybe just let your friends know the next time you're talking about that annoying breast tenderness or the mood swings or the cravings that you get right before your period, maybe you just say, hey, did you know there's a treatment for that? It's up to us, ladies, to encourage one another. We are the community that can support one another and educate one another. So 
As always, thank you so much for listening today and every week as we continue to explore together what it means to be woven well. 